recording. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. Are you talking to Maya? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck load. It sucks. <laughs> this song is called Fuck Load, and it's every song. <laughs> it's a fuckload of songs off a of load. That's a good name for a load cover band, Fuckload. <laughs> it really is a... And, and our gimmick would just be we hate the album. I thought, because I'm in a load-themed metal band. I don't know what we'll calls a grind band at this point. But like we, we use the word load. We're a different kind of load. It'd be fun to just like cover that and then just have it be green instead of red. That's all. So it's like DX load? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like suck it load. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did a thing this weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we want the long version or the short version? Do the long version. Okay. So as I was going to see not Manchester listener in, in Manchester, I was going to see Danny P do his uh, do his his open mic Corey Dimmick caught me as, a, as I had had a couple beers and suggested that we go to Atlantic City to go see which I thought Atlantic City was the Jersey Shore I was wrong um, to go see uh, GCW Homecoming Night 1 and we ended up going to GCW Homecoming Night 1 my first GCW event you've never been to a GCW event correct? no I, I, I have standards JK, JK, I'm just, God, I'm just, God damn, God damn, no, I haven't been to one, it was, um, so we went to GCW Homecoming, me, uh, a Manchester listener, a Manchester listener's brother, Steve Thompson, and Matt Jones, neither of which are probably listeners, yeah. unless Matt's flying, I, I can't imagine any of them listen to this, me either, so we took the summoned van, I, I agreed to drive all the way there so I didn't have to drive back so I could get drunk, which I'm not going to get to that part of the story quite yet, but I did. Yeah. Good good and. Good and. <laughs> so we're driving there, just driving, 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 and get there. It's a very uneventful drive. It's a lot longer to go. It's, it's kind of fucked to drive seven hours to go to a uh, four-hour wrestling show, but that's kind of the the bed we made for ourselves when did you leave i uh, we left revered about nine. Oh, on that day yeah oh. we saw clearly impressive yeah so i mean it ended up being five people going so i was like really hammering home like all right let's fucking go here because we i mean we wanted to kill a little bit of time walking the boardwalk which is why i thought it was the jersey shore i thought we were like going into the jersey shore but the Atlantic City is quite possibly the scummiest place on earth. And like a way that I think I can get behind, it's like It's Pottersville. <laughs> it's like if Revere Beach and Hampton Beach like combine their powers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the trashy shops of New Hampshire mixed with the seaweed of Revere. Yes. And there's like there's not bars, there's like there's to go daiquiris and shit. So we get there, uneventful drive. Is, actually, most of it was through like the like the sticks of New Jersey, which is actually quite nice. Yeah, it was an enjoyable ride. Right there, right back was a little fucky. We'll get there. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about this. <laughs> so we packed. Have you seen the, this? Have you heard about this? 
<laughs> we, I like cars. <laughs> we, we buy the car. <laughs> or our Jay Leno's. <laughs> Four out of ten. Yeah, God, that's higher than I thought it was going to be. We I'm, get there. I'm being generous. We walk into the. I still. I assume that the place that this happened is a casino. I saw not a single slot machine or a table game. It looked like it was a big arcade. Okay, it looks like a uh, a circus tent. So the inside of the room is yes. Yeah, it's supposed to. I think. Yeah. But this hotel is. I mean, maybe if you go up a floor, there's casinos, but not the floor that the ground floor. We get there, we walk around. I've been dying for a beer at this point. Because I was driving there to make sure that I could just drink as much as I wanted, which I haven't gotten to this point of the story yet. I did. Um, and I'm going to say that every time I talk about beer until we get to the show. Cool. So I got a Budweiser. You can just what? walk. I got. Uh, <laughs> we, we can't do many. We, we want to go over all the varieties of drink I got. Yeah, let's in, do that in Steve like, Austin form. For like two seconds. Okay. I got a Budweiser. What? I got a frozen pina colada with 151. What? And I got a Miller Lite. What? Then we went home. All right. <laughs> I had a real lot of one of those. Um, Proceed. So we, we walked down. It was a bunch of fucking indie wrestlers in like pedicabs and just like drunk Americans walking up and down the boardwalk. It's. I want to go back to Atlantic City for something that isn't GCW, but it has to be that. That's their home base, right? I think so. Yeah, it's spot on. Okay, I know. Like I, in this case, we know the chicken and the egg situation, but Jersey Shore creating GCW makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, walk up and down to some indie wrestlers. I had a Budweiser there, and then I got the frozen pina colada with the 151 and a Budweiser for the walk back. We'd been got there like an hour and a half before the show, and that frozen pina colada got me like fucked up. I nice. was I was drunk immediately. Nice. Like I walked in drunk. It's always nice when that happens. Yeah, no and wait. so it was like it was the closest thing to a hardcore, like a big hardcore show. I guess the Beyond show we went to was pretty insane too. But it was fucking. These are more intense than Beyond. That Beyond show was pretty intense just because you're at the at the mat, which is in- insane. This show was bonkers from the get go. Like as soon as you, like whoa, it's like it just smelled like a basement show. Yeah. When you got in there, like everyone like kind of looks like me, but like not quite. Which is a which is strange because you're right. But I still saw you. <laughs> oh yeah! If you know what you're looking for, I watched. I, I wasn't even trying to. I was like, "Oh, there's John. He's wearing his fucking yellow shirt and his bandana." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw me in the in the videos, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm also a foot taller than everyone else. Yes. Someone came up to me as I was waiting in beer line for like the third time, and he goes, "Enzo, my how you've grown." <laughs> 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 okay, I'm renaming the episode. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Uh, so, did you watch the whole thing? No, I uh, just the. I, just... I watched the highlights. I saw a, a, a GIF because I'm a heel. It's a GIF. Um, <laughs> I saw a GIF of Too Cold Scorpio doing a backflip thing off of the top rope, and I'm like, "My God, he still got it." 
<laughs> he is okay. So okay, we'll go. We'll go quickly in order. Not quickly, but I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about it unless you have questions. Because it's not that long of a story. So the first match is Marco Stunt versus some dink. I don't know a lot of GCW wrestlers. So. How is Marco Stunt not the some dink here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean he in the in this particular match. I guess they don't see him work a lot of matches in AEW. Like he works like WWE version Rey Mysterio. Well, it just looks like he hits you real hard when he does hit you. And okay. other than that, it's just a bunch of reversals and kind of exhausting. But it was perfectly fine. Uh, then there was another match that I... God damn it, for the life of me, I can't think of what it was. But Two Cold Scorpio, who I've never seen live before, faced a guy called the Grim Reefer. Yes. Okay. Two Cold Scorpio wearing a bandana around his mouth. Whole match. <laughs> Not around his nose. Still touching people. Grim Reefer lights a joint. So then that turns into him and Scorpio just smoking weed throughout the entire match. So Scorpio's lifting his bandana to smoke this weed and then putting it back down. So at this point, I'm not positive it was even too cold Scorpio. It was. <laughs> he did the flip like he was Scorpio. I you know, saw it. Yeah, it was definitely him. Um, but Too Cold Scorpio smoking weed during that match made all the rules of being inside anywhere go away. Everyone just started smoking weed and just like people started partying super hard after Fuck, that. I wish I went. <laughs> yeah, I wish you went too. You would have you would have had a blast. It was awesome for a lot of reasons. Yeah. I've never seen a death match in person. And these two death matches in particular they were pretty like good ones. Yeah. As far as that shit's concerned i mean because some of them are terrible we can agree that 95 percent of that shit's not very good right uh i think a lot of the reason death messages come off as bad is because the commentary is even worse than oh, death match we'll put a pin in what i'm talking about <laughs> i rewatched the main event with x returning x listener last night oh my fucking god the gcw commentary is the worst yeah the only thing that saved it and new jersey listener actually texted me about it today is that Schlack made Schlack was on commentary, which was wasn't good either. But he made a joke about uh Matt Cardona's hair tasting like Rogaine, and that was super funny. <laughs> but that's about uh, as redeeming as that got. Um and it it looks much worse than in person. It is it was, the the uh video of this show does not do it justice. Yeah. I mean, unless I was just like super consumed with well, um, with being there and being drunk, and then there's a there was a, another death match for to combine some titles with some dudes, and that was fun. Light tubes are much louder in person than you think they're gonna be. It was a nice pop. I smashed a bunch of them when I was working at Borders years and years and years ago. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah, they are very. There's there's a nice satisfying pop to them. And then after. The, the first, Jesus. the first light tube match, uh, the, the next match, the first couple bumps make a little white dust, which is, you know, fun. Yeah. Uh, then there was some, I didn't really need to go over the matches. I already talked about Scorpio. Yeah. But like as this, cause there's an intermission. And then after that, like everyone's kind of like, all right, let's fucking go. Because the main event had some juice behind it. Oh, it was, there was. There was heat. 
Yeah, people it was, wanted to see this. And there was, I've seen other GCW stuff. This was so much more well attended. If this was like, this is what I imagine Memphis was like. <laughs> like it's just like it's batshit insane. Like it, but there's like a. So we're gonna skip right to the end, pretty much. Sure. Because I, I, I had a drink. But I had a 16 ounce Miller Lite between every match. So at this point, we're pace. at eight, at eight 16 ounce Miller Lights. So I'm like drunk. That's fucking 12 beers that I had during this wrestling event. Never mind. I was drunk going in there. Um, and like everyone's kind of going nuts. There's like a hand, like we'll say 12 to 15, like super strong Matt Cardona marks. And everyone else is either like me, just like, like kind of salivating it, like, oh my God, wrestling. Like wrestling the way it was meant to be. <laughs> we have a heel. <laughs> uh, and then everyone just like, fuck this guy. There was an announcement oh. before the match, like, don't touch the wrestlers. Yeah. Don't, like, I, I know Nick Gage does his fucking shit when he comes out. Don't touch the wrestlers. Like, don't punch Matt Cardona in the face. Because, like, some people, like, forgot. Like, the, the, the line of reality gets blurred the longer that show goes on. People vehemently hated him. It was <laughs> fucking, like, wild. Yeah. They played radio before he came out. Yes. The, the mic went out on the introduction, which is like, okay, so, like, in TNA, we have shit that works. <laughs> Remember that video of Jarrett doing that? Uh, do you mean I think it, Trevor and Arthur wrestling? Trevor and Arthur wrestling? No, no, oh. Arthur, Arthur. Oh. oh, I didn't even get that. <laughs> it's a new one for you, today. They, they did it last week, too. Was that always their name? Trevor and Arthur? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I did not get that that was a TNA joke the entire time. They just said it today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm cutting in. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Um, and Cardona comes out, and like I say, the place just turns on him immediately. Like, it's like real. It was so fucking awesome. Just no, to see. he was very hated, and uh, I saw that there was a Detolf show. Right? Yes, I so I didn't notice that during. I heard um Corey say that, and but I, when I rewatched, it, I was like, all right, cool. Like that's a. That's a pretty fun thing to have in a death match when Matt Cardona's involved. I think someone threw a Billy Gunn figure at him at some point during the match, and someone made a video of, instead of it being the Billy Gunn figure, it's just like a little cutout of Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, it was good. Um, and Nick Gage comes out, which I've never seen Nick Gage live before. Okay. The fans just mob him. It was... He doesn't do anything... For it, except like just like let everyone else do the work for him yes yeah and like the place was like off its fucking rocker after that it's like whatever he's doing works and then it was fucking scum it was a scumbag hulk hogan match <laughs> after that it was, like, hulk hogan was from the, like it was booked exactly the same as hogan savage at WrestleMania, except Nick Gage was Hulk Hogan yes. and Matt Cardona. I was going to say, from what I saw, it looked like Cardona got a lot of heat in, and then the shine didn't come till well into the match. Yes, like it looked like Nick Gage was about to die before he started getting off. Ass. And then, like he just like fucking he was he was Hogan. Yes, and he it was exactly in. that match. He did the uh, 
the fork and then he did the pizza roller oh my fucking god people went nuts for that pizza cutter yes. yeah because it was supposed to be banned yeah he does not look like he's using that pizza cutter all of the that was a very bloody match too. yes yeah they were both covered good i'll probably say it again but you kind of knew that either a it was going to be like so bad that the crowd turned on it or like Matt Cardona was going to super overcompensate for being Zack Ryder in that match. And I'm glad that it was one way though. I would have loved to have seen the crowd just like <laughs> super turn on that match. It becomes Goldberg Lesnar. Yes, exactly. So like either way, like something fucking crazy was going to happen. And like, I sort of knew that, which is why we drove to Atlantic city last minute for a fucking independent wrestling show, essentially. Yeah. And then, so like, there's this big dude with a tank top. So before all the, the fucking Ricky Shane Page marks came out, because they never really got on Cardona's side at all. No, no, at all. No, which is like it didn't. Come, it never came off that way. It never. Like he didn't like. He never earned their respect. He never. And that's big. What, some big like legit death match bumps. Like some good like fucking. It was good shit. His arm was bleeding like a motherfucker. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. He was, and he did the right thing. He wore all white. Yeah, he. You can tell who the professional was there. He was the only tan guy in the entire show. Yeah, and he was like, if he wasn't so sunburned, he would have been Hogan tan. <laughs> he's the only person that has ever lifted a weight or taken a steroid, probably. <laughs> like he's just like so obviously from WWE. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like he makes Nick Gage look like a, like a small boy. Well, Cardone is not small. He's a decent size. No, he's a dude. very big guy. Yeah, but like he, he's like, like he, six two, six three. He dwarfs Nick Gage. Yeah, Nick Gage is like my size or my height. But then, so like the Jericho thing happened, and like I'm like I know I knew that he wasn't coming out because Jericho's not going to lose that match. Jericho thing. So they they played Jericho's music. Oh, and a guy in a in a cloak came out and. <laughs> it were, that's not Jericho. He's not fat enough. I heard someone say that. And it's true he wasn't. And then everyone thought it might be Brian Myers, but it was just like a weird like hope spot for Jericho. But this big dude in a tank top who'd been kind of like wrangling the fans off of wrestlers the entire night or like making sure they don't get hit by light tube fucking debris stood like right at the front of the crowd. I'm like, holy fuck, Matt Cardona's going to win this match because he's going to leave and this guy's going to help him get out. Like that's just kind of what I figured. And then they go to the finish. Like, holy fuck. Like, people already kind of started throwing trash at him. I've never been at a trash throwing event. No, uh, I haven't seen it in so long. It so, was like. Because I've been watching old Nitros, and when that shit happened, it's like, man, it's like crazy to think how wild fans used to get at wrestling shows. Glad to see it's still alive in some form. It, I mean, it seemed like for the most. So, for the most part, I think that everyone who likes GCW, like, sort of knows that like to like mark out like that is like why it's fun to go to those shows but there is a small portion who lose sight of reality (laughs) like if you were to talk to like have a conversation with them they'd be like no fuck him he's a bitch (laughs) (laughs) like like it's normal you're like oh cool nice to meet you like if you look if you look you have like you like sipping a drink with them like you'll tell you like 
they'll talk about like how like wrestling stuff. Yeah. Like this person's like, no, fuck him. He's not one of us. Yeah, it's 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 like, you know, you have a really normal conversation with someone and then like you you ask the wrong question. Yeah. Those and, are the people and, that launch and then you that, find out who this person really that is. That launch fucking unopened beer cans into the as he's like as he's like perfect. Like this is a this is a man who knows how to fucking do this shit. Yeah. Like if more WWE guys would just commit to doing deathmatch shit, can you imagine how fucking good deathmatches would be? Uh they'd be more well received, I think. I don't know if they'd be better, really. I mean, I've watched some like death matches that are just like bad. Like there was very obviously psychology in this. Yes, yeah. And like it was just like so much better than anything like this I had seen. I also being incredibly drunk and like figuring out with logic that I figured that the ending was going to happen and just like being very excited over it. And like the fucking place turned on the finish. It was I mean they didn't, they didn't turn on it. They what was the they dude, did what they were supposed to do. The dude turned on Nick Gage to allow that finish to happen. They they, they did like a and there's no reason the baby face just has to be a dummy and to, for wrestling to be good. They don't have to be they have that to, situation they, they is have like to, they have to not be the smartest. They have to be too overly trusting. What literally happened right there is Raven came out to defend Tommy Dreamer from the BWO, and then Tommy Dreamer going. You know what? Let's do this. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Raven did come out and help Tommy Dreamer beat the Dudleys. Yes, but he was like doing it to annoy him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam, man. <laughs> but, but, uh, so that was that. They, um, it looked like people threw so much liquid into the ring that Cardona's, it was, Cardona's blood was washing off of him. It was <laughs> palpable, the amount yeah. of trash. I threw trash at him. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw one, Why didn't security stop you? <laughs> as, <laughs> as soon as one person... I saw one beer can fly. I'm like, oh shit, it's one of these! I just like love the idea of just launching trash at a wrestler and it being acceptable. <laughs> I didn't like throw anything that would hurt him. No, no, no. I also think that I, I might have uh, 50 Cent pitched it. <laughs> I think I threw it and it went like straight down before it even got to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I could have held all my beer cans for this. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. You live in New Orleans. But... If um if the goal of that was to get me to travel for another GCW show, I think I would do it. Well, Cardona's going to have to do more GCW stuff. Oh, he has to. He's their fucking champion. Unless he Stan Hansen's it. Uh, just his immediate merch drop. Like he's just like he's so good at this. The immediate merch drop is like King of the Deathmatch, Matt yeah. Cardona, like yeah. shit like that. There's a there's a gif, not a gif, is a a photoshopped image of uh fucking onita cactus jack someone else and uh, sabu and, Sa and yeah, sabu and or someone and matt cardona on mount rushmore <laughs> i saw that one it's just so good he really needs to have like hornswoggle come to his house put a little cowboy hat on and get into like a uh, a power wheel and then run over the gcw title like stan hansen like this is like cactus jack and ecw on crack yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely it's, take me back uncle eric like it del it delivered for violence it delivered for for wrestling 
It's a hot angle. Yeah. Hold on. I got a text X returning X listener. Yeah, sorry about that. There's, there's a there's a catalytic converter situation. But um but yeah, that was my GCW experience. Uh two things I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh Atlantic City for its drinking purposes and uh GCW for also for its drinking purposes. <laughs> um what happened next? Next, so because I'm a smart boy, I drove the entire way to New Jersey because I figured that the four other people that we went with would split the ride home. So I went to sleep. And then uh, Steve started driving home, and he I woke up. He was getting gas. I imagine that was still in New Jersey. And then I woke up, and he was at a rest stop in Connecticut. Like, oh, wow, already in Connecticut? Fuck yeah. And he needed, he needed to take a little zonk out for 15 minutes. It was like 4.45. And like, I, everyone is like real sleepy. And like, I had practice at 10.30 on Sunday. So, because the idea was initially we were going to go there and just drive right back. Which is what we did, but it was only supposed to be two of us. So like, I kind of, it kind of got a little more complicated with more people, but we executed the plan still. So Steve needed a rest to kind of keep going. We pull over. I take a piss in the woods because the rest stop isn't open yet. And then while we're napping, apparently a pedestrian got onto the highway in Connecticut and got hit by a fucking car that caused a three-car accident. And the guy uh, walking on the highway died. Yes, I heard about that. That wasn't in Pennsylvania? No, it was a Pennsylvania man. Oh, okay. Who got struck in the Connecticut Highway? I thought it happened in Pennsylvania. That's nope. the, that's the way the story was explained to me. It was in Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, it was in Connecticut. It was on it was on the um the Merritt Parkway. I I suggested that maybe he was going to the median of the highway because there was the urinal was like a Fenway Park situation there, an old Fenway Park, I should say. Well, so both sides had had um. Yeah, but the median is the urinal for oh, both lanes. He's troughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they shut down the highway yes. and we couldn't get by it. The van, we sat there. I say we sat there. I was still kind of sleepy, but I had told Steve I would tag in at like 630. Uh, did not move for an hour and a half. Yeah. And the cop had said that like, because there was police there and there was a fatality that um, it was probably going to be another two or three hours before it moved. So they turned everyone around on the highway and everyone drove the wrong way on the highway and took the on ramp is an off ramp to get off 15. We had to go around and end up taking 91 back. No. So after a full day of driving and then like drinking almost to the point of blacking out, I took over driving duties at 7, 10 AM and finished the ride back to Revere from Connecticut. Crazy. Like a man. Now you're a mile mile. And then I fell asleep as soon as I got home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all in all, a pleasant experience. Probably uh, cheated killing a guy. Yeah, uh, Steve mentioned that if he, if he hadn't stopped at that rest stop, it might have been him that did it. Yeah. I mean, either he would have beat him by a little bit, or because, I mean, he was right at the, right where it started. He's probably a couple cars behind. Yeah. But, yeah. Everyone got home safe. I got home in time for practice, but I thought we were going to have to cancel it, so I texted them at 4 30 in the morning like hey i probably won't be back actually this is looking like it's kind of fucky but 
What was, a story, though. It was a fucking you hell saw, of a... You saw, like, one of the biggest indie matches. Pro, no, the biggest indie event of the year. And then uh, there was a fatality involved. Yeah. Like, it was what, a, what a, hell of a hell of a 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, really? Like, all in the course of 24 hours. It was round trip, probably 20... It was 22 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I wouldn't be able to go because I had all that sh- my work shit show up on Saturday. Uh, so I would I by the time it arrived, I would have been way later after you guys uh, had left. He's he got the fan. It was perfect for like like I slept like I like I didn't even change my schedule really. <laughs> I went to bed at like midnight and I woke up at like seven. Like it's not that I went to bed a little bit later than I normally would, but yeah. I woke up a little bit later than I normally would, and here we are. I fell asleep at like 3.30 last night and woke up at 7.30 today. First bag, day back at work? Yeah. Me too. I was like, oh, God. I'm going to sleep tonight. I know that. Yeah, uh, how'd it go? How's it feel to be back on the workforce? It's weird, man. That was a, yeah. a long time. That was I... a hell of a run. <laughs> I wasn't doing this. That's about as long a run as I think I've ever known anyone to have. Yeah, well, I mean, especially like a bill paying man. If if it wasn't, if if the pandemic didn't happen, it wouldn't have been that long. Yeah, it it would have happened almost like, like pretty much like I was getting like callbacks for jobs before, and then the pandemic really started, and I was just like, didn't get anything for seven eight months. And I was just like, wow, this this is bad. <laughs> but I think people are dying out there. Yeah, well, they were, still are too. Yeah, they are again. I I have less sympathy for these because they seem to be all the unvaccinated people. Yeah, me too. And my my like last year, I was like, man, I feel bad for these people getting led astray, being misinformed by people who just looking to control their thoughts and basically have an army of minions. And now that thought process has led people to like actually get sick and die. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. But now I'm just like, no, you're a fucking dumb fuck, and I really have no sympathy for you. Like Jeff Jeff Harvey got uh the COVID. Jeff Harvey? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like Matt Harvey's brother? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just doing the uh Yeah. yeah. Mike uh Adam Lee. <laughs> that he's dead, right? No. Uh he does have was it Alzheimer's or he's fucked up bad. Yeah. But he uh I always enjoyed Mike Adam Lee. I was just like, oh, this guy's just out to lunch and I love it. <laughs> you like uh Art Donovan? They they put him in such a high profile position too. Well, like, he had done TV. No, 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 no. I I get that, but like it just did not translate well at all. He he just seems so out to lunch all the time. Yeah, when he was on camera, and I'm just like, it's so mean spirited how they're just trotting him out there in these positions because they know he's like he can't do it, like it, or it's not he can't do it for WWE. It's just like, you know. Yeah. You can't do it live. Or wow, pal. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they just, and, and that's why I think I liked it was just because it was so like, like, we know it's bad. That's why you're getting it. It's like. <laughs> and sometimes when, when wrestling is bad, I like it more. Not right now, though. I, wrestling's bad right now, and I don't like it. Bad anymore. wrestling well, when. WWE is bad. It's better than mediocre wrestling. More entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can make bad wrestling good. You just got to get real high. <laughs> Easy enough. Yeah. Uh, but 
which is probably what I'm going to do tonight because X returning X listener, not at the house. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got a weeknight to myself, and I don't start working until 9 a.m. right now. So I start at 8 now. Wake up. I say you wake up. Well, I started morning. at 9 today, but I, I start at 8 tomorrow, which is 8 to 530 is kind of a long day. Oh, yeah. But at least I'm here. That's true. No commute. <laughs> no commute. So at least I got that going for me. Uh, supposedly, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are in AEW now. Yeah, I saw that. I'm... That's interesting. Well, people, like, uh, actual reporters are saying Daniel Bryan. Yeah, CM Punk just seems like there's a lot of heavy speculation. That's like, oh, it's been confirmed, but it's not been confirmed by any, like, uh... Reputable source? Yes. So, or at least not from what I've seen. So, if you look at my AEW ring, I definitely put Daniel Bryan in there, because I was like, okay, I, I believe this is happening, but CM Punk is still not in there. I will be shocked if CM Punk wrestles professionally ever again. I will be shocked, uh, but... I do think sort of the... the we mean a shock isn't the right word, actually. The bloom is off the flower when it comes to his, like, real drawing power. Like, he'll, he'll probably have, like, a hot return for a little while, but I think it'll sort of peter out because... I mean, it's, it's got to be... That's got to be what... If they were going to do it right, let's, let's, let's armchair book something. We never do that. Okay. For it to work, because he definitely doesn't have the same draw he would have five years ago. Three years ago, even. He needs to come in and job to Omega as a big deal. No. Or Hangman, whichever of the two. Keep him away from the title to start. Uh, he needs to be a big profile situation, then he needs to go away and come back again. I think what needs to happen is uh, he and Daniel Bryan need to come in. As the outsiders? Not as the outsiders, but like... The outsiders? <laughs> but like... They need to come in, like, one of them shows up one week, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Like, all out, maybe Daniel Bryan shows up. And it's kind of like, oh, no CM Punk, but we got Daniel Bryan, so all's not lost. And then the next week, Daniel Bryan comes out, and then CM Punk comes out after that. And so it's like, so it is kind of like the Outsiders, but maybe, they ha- they, maybe they're, they're not together. They're, okay, they're new idea. CM Punk comes back first. He reforms the Nexus. He brings back Ryback and Brian Danielson. He chokes out fucking Justin, Justin Roberts, Roberts with, with his tie. They recreate that. Uh, there needs to be a, a Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson Justin Roberts showdown. There really does have to be. <laughs> He's there for a reason. Like, like. Brian Danielson just always comes out and just like gives him the stink eye. Here's a question. Is it even cool that he's going to AEW or like, does he have the ability to do his best work in WWE? Well, from what I remember Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson saying, I have to get back to into the habit. I have to unlearn Daniel Bryan. I to, at first I had to learn it and now I have to unlearn it and, and unlearning it seems harder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, he was, <laughs> Brian, Daniel Bryan is so much easier to say than Brian Danielson. It really is. And like they changed his name like a real hard way to get back to. Right. It's it's just I don't know. But 
they uh, he said that wrestling in WWE is almost like it's a parody of wrestling. It's kind of right. Yeah. So that's why when <laughs> it's almost like wrestling itself is a part-time employee of WWE. So when it makes an appearance, it's a big deal. He comes out as a babyface and immediately turns heel and wrestles even more like a parody of wrestling just to cement his him. <laughs> like he cactus jacks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. Him and punk come together at the same time and they beat the young bucks and then they join the elite. Also, we, you talked to me about the good brothers winning the titles back at, yeah. uh, at Slammiversary, you did not mention one single time that Gallows pretended that the title was his dick not once, not twice, but three different times and swung it back and forth just to make sure He's we all saw it. He's done it before. Yeah, but he was really excessive on this one. I've, I've seen, I, I, I didn't mention it because I've seen him do it before. The dick swinging belt is back though, yeah. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. In like the best way possible. <laughs> Well, he seems like a, a, a kind man, but, you know, yeah, also, yeah. also like a little bit of a carny. <laughs> a little bit of a carny? I'm, I'm being generous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. He's like, he, he didn't get out of bed for, <laughs> for, uh, not Bunch of Man, fucking, uh, BTE. No, uh, what was it? Uh, Talking Shop Mania? Yeah. He didn't even get out of bed for it. He just had his little fucking. He sat in his bed with his porn wife, and then he fucking had this the CGI hologram gallows for the rest of the <laughs> oh, show. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rewatch that one. <laughs> uh, fucking, did you see Dynamite this past week? Um, actually, most of it. Yeah, I started watching it at a bar, so I didn't didn't see the main event. I didn't see the good shit really. So. You got Chavo. I saw Chavito. Uh, you got Nick Gage. I had I started watching because you said Nick Gage showed up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's MJF's hired gun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just so good. Um, and uh, then you had the main event, which was the IWGP US title match. Which I didn't watch. Was it good? It was very good, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the match itself, it was in Texas, so it's... Uh, the crowd was kind of 50-50. Oh, yeah, my, uh, my, my nephews were there. All right. Like, congratulations. Your, your sons now know who Nick Gage is. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> That's true. Um, the shit worked out great for me. But Moxley and uh, Archer's match. Um, early in the match, Moxley DDT'd Archer to the concrete. And for, he sold it really well for the rest of the match. For the rest of the match, he looked like he was done. Just like bleeding and like uh moxley had a fork and he was doing the fork stab thing uh did they have a pizza cutter too i think they had a pizza cutter oh it's, it's you know it's not, that's the hardest part of the ring <laughs> the pizza cutter yeah no there was uh yeah, they can't fucking just let someone have something like if one thing gets over everyone has to do it and it stinks mm-hmm. but at least it was moxley who who introduced it but the but uh, he fucking, he's this biting deathmatch guy shit, anyways. Yeah, his theme song is Onita's actual theme song. He uh, they put out two tables on the outside and then put uh barbed wire boards on top of them, and then Archer choke slammed uh Moxley through the table and won the match because it was like a last man standing match. Yeah, and uh, then uh, Tama Tonga's brother showed up 
and he's like seven feet tall and you can't teach that. <laughs> and he had a stare down with Archer and so they're gonna have a match this week for the, the US title. Okay. But overall, the past two weeks of dynamite have been dynamite. It's I'll, lived up to the name. I'll have to watch the last match. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably watch that. I could watch that tonight. It's not the greatest match of the world by any means, but it's definitely entertaining. Uh, I guess Brit Breaker. Brit Breaker. Bit Breaker. <laughs> Neck Breaker. Brit Baker uh, broke her wrist. Uh, is she injury prone? Uh, well, she's not taking any time off, she said. No. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's a real... The, it was her, it's her time right now. This is like the perfect yeah, title she, win. She time. needs to, if need be, she needs to get a little alarm because she didn't stop working. Like she, <laughs> this is her Paul Orndorff time. Bob Orton time? Oh. Paul Orndorff. Little arm. Little arm, yeah. Yeah, he little armed himself. I, he, she's in a cast, though, so I, I went to Cowboy Bob okay, Orton. Okay, that makes more sense. Maybe, maybe she's Bob Orton right now, and then she takes the cast off, and she's Paul Orndorff. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Paul Orndorff against Disco Inferno doing the dance before he gives him the fucking elbow drop. That make Paul Orndorff the Disco Tough Guy? <laughs> I got a Disco <laughs> Tough Guy sticker in my, uh, in my pro wrestling crate. Oh, oh yeah. we should just make Disco Tough Guy shirts. <laughs> you should. I've been trying to think of a shirt to make for this that isn't like a, like a, what's a neck breaker? Like, Archer, like it's just a shirt we can bootleg and sell on this. I think a picture of Harley Race with an afro that just says Disco Tough Guy and fucking sell like hot bananas. Uh, we'd probably have a hard time selling it because the family would probably come after us. What are they going to do? Sue us. Come all the way from St. Louis. If you don't hit him, then I will hit you. You think I'm afraid of that fat fuck Trevor Murdoch? <laughs> I think Trevor Murdoch was his boy. He like, was, yes. Yeah, he liked Trevor. That's why he's slowly turning into him. He's like Trailer Park Harley Race. Well, better Harley Race than Dick Murdoch, I guess. I think they'd both shoot you with a gun. <laughs> yeah, but... How the fuck am I supposed to drink it if you don't open it? I th- one of them is like confirmed racist, and the other one was you know. <laughs> assumed. <laughs> the other one, there isn't. I think you know he's probably a little bit more open minded than Murdoch was. Probably, yeah. Hard not to be. <laughs> All uh, right. Dick Murdoch is the disco tough guy too, but do you, do you spell disco with three Ks? Racist disco band. <laughs> when did they never play any shows? <laughs> they play at the uh, the Blues Brothers bar. Yeah, nobody throws beer bottles at them. Like, they're just like spitting their fucking skull out to the beat. Yeah. Uh, I was made for loving you by KK Kisco. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a bad taste in my mouth now. About kiss? No, just about that whole conversation. I feel dirty. I feel like I'm in a GCW event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it smells like a basement show. Um, it smells like body odor. 
what else has gone on in the world? Oh, in the world? Oh, boy. I oh, mean, wow. stuff has gone on. Have you seen how uh, the US, Team USA sucks this year for basketball? Yeah, they lost their fucking first fucking game in the Olympics. They lost. They lost their uh, exhibition games. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't count those, but Jesus Christ, really? And it was like 83 to 76. The American national team should never lose a game. Well, I mean, they're like they're NBA players on other teams, but like it, this was an embarrassment. Yeah, it's an all-star team versus like, like Luis Scola is still a good player on the Spanish national team. Like, I bet fucking the fucking corpse of Pau Gasol still plays center. <laughs> the corpse of Pau Gasol. Uh, he's Spanish. He's only was Brazilian. I don't even know. I don't know if Luis Scola is Spanish, but. Pagasal definitely was. All right. Uh, I think. See, now I got to fucking. Now we can Google that. I'm almost positive, but I could be wrong. Pagasal, Spain. Remember the um. Oh, I think he's still. I think he's still playing. Remember when they a Spanish national team took the picture in Beijing and they. Pulled their eyes tight. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't remember that? Uh, we get. I'll pull I it up for you. I don't that it happened, but no, like they didn't realize they were being ridiculous or racist. Being racist basketball. Yeah, I think they thought they were being funny. I do like how. Uh, you know how that runner got dismissed from Team USA for smoking weed. Yes, I do know that. Well, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. really. Oh, wow. It's like when kids get like, take like pictures with like blackface or like, uh, dressed as like Nazis or doing Nazi salutes. Yeah. So that's just as bad as those. Yes, this is like, like shit that I probably would have done ten years ago. Like it's just very before I learned anything. Yeah. Now, what the fuck was the other? I thought of something else. Oh yeah, keep going. But uh, so that girl got kicked off Team USA, and now like there are other like white girls who are talking about how they use cannabis to like as a, like a med- medicine, and like they're getting highlighted while this girl is getting like this black girl is getting dismissed. I'm like, man, it's fucking. It sucks that it's so different for black people. Yes. Okay, do you remember the David Ortiz racist bobblehead controversy? No. It was a David Ortiz bobblehead night, and then he saw it, and he's like, if you fucking, like, he was like gonna, he was gonna boycott the game or something if they, if they gave him out. <laughs> Why? It looks like a fucking old cartoon. His lips are fucking white he doesn't look it doesn't even, like it doesn't resemble david ortiz at all like it looked like something that fucking kurt schilling was trying to get away with <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does like the rest of it's but the lips i'm just like oh man it looks like blackface yeah it's fucking al jolson bobblehead night at fenway presented by the yaki group <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
That is, that's the Yaki way right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a much better joke than the one I said. <laughs> uh, I got my delicious uh, strawberry kiwi Gatorade Zero. Uh, this is the first day that I started my job as well, and they they drink beer in the parking lot after work every day, it seems like. Cool. And I had two beers in the parking lot, and it really accelerated how much I'm peeing today. Pee, pee, pee. Um, I peed like three or four times. I don't know if you heard my Tom Hanks in A League of Their Own style pee that I had in your toilet when I got here. No. It was very long and urgent. <laughs> He, he definitely pees for like a minute. Starts and stops, too. Yeah. That was some good peeing. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? I don't know. We really, we were hot and heavy for the first 48 minutes. I feel like we don't got a whole lot else to talk about. The Red Sox are still good. They're game up still. Uh, they Oh, let's talk about the game they won the other night. Uh, 10th inning, uh, wild pitch, wild pitch, runner scores. Um, was it a walk? Yeah, a walk. Wild pitch, wild pitch. Um, so he's on third down. <laughs> um, JD strikes out, and then, is it Hunter Renfro? Uh, sack fly to win the game. So they go 0 for 1 in the 10th inning and win. Who was pitching? Fucking uh, Daniel Bard. Oh, <laughs> um, who was it? I think Daniel Bard made a comeback. I think he's on the Rockies. I forget who the pitcher's name, but uh, I wasn't watching this. I was just watching on the Google uh, alert. No, the uh, like the GameCast. Yes, uh, just keep it up with it that way because I don't have cable. Um, pitcher foil four wild. Oh yeah, yeah. Daniel Bard's like full blown came back. Good for him. That spooty Bard. He didn't pitch for seven years in the majors. He uh, pitched in. It was Brooks Krisky. Brooks Krisky. Yeah. Was um? Have you been watching the Red Sox? I watch it uh, off and on. I'll, I'll basically this year. I'll just catch a few innings. A, last Wednesday, so I don't know if you're watching it the same night as Dynamite. When no. they were facing the Blue Jays, there was a guy warming up who had like a fucking stutter step to his delivery. And I don't know if he does that in the real game, but like, fuck that. If you're gonna do weird stuff as a pitcher. Throw junk balls. I always thought like weird deliveries, like, like how are they not box? I still do not know what a balk is. A balk is when you are leaning, like you're going to pitch, and you make a motion towards the plate, but you don't throw the ball to the plate. Like you throw the like it's basically like you're trying to throw a runner out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can't make a motion towards the plate. That's why when you see uh, a, a pickoff attempt, the pitcher will just take his his. Uh, his base foot off the mound. If it's a righty pitcher, it's his right foot. He'll take his right foot off the mound and then throw it to the base he's trying to pick off the runner at. Um, but if you wind up and you make like your body shift, your your weight shifts towards the plate, and then you try to do it, that's a balk. No so I feel base. like I understand what you're saying, and this has been explained to me before, and then I watch baseball and I go, how the fuck was that not a balk? 
it's sometimes it's very close, but uh, it's usually just the umpire's discretion. And it's rarely called. Have you ever seen a uh, a balk off? That's no. happened a couple times in baseball where the bases are. Come loaded. on down. Oh, I can do that better. Come on down. Oh, I, I can't. I'm I'm all stuffed up. My sinuses are stuffed up today. I guess. Ernie Bach Jr., come on Oh, down. okay. That's what I was trying to do. Okay. Anyway. I thought it was a, I didn't get what you were doing, but yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the regional humor that Bad Dirty Fun gives you. Yeah. I, uh, I used to date a girl who lived by his house. So did, 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 did music drive him, or was it a car? It was a car. What, what's the name of his band? Uh, Ernie Bach and the... Toyotas or something? No, but he does. I don't know. I don't know that, but he he had he managed or had something to do with Steel Panther, and uh, Lexi Fox quit. Oh yeah, we never talked about that. Did um, was I with you when we found? Oh no, I was with I was with uh, I think I, I was doing drive by stuff. I was in the toilet when I found out. <laughs> no, so does you with me. <laughs> does does Lexi just come back under a different gimmick? No, they have some other guy doing it now. Okay. Not nearly as hot. It's not impossible. I, I will say this, though. I did get to see uh, Lexi Fox do a leaf blower solo where Michael Starr and uh, Satchel just uh, had leaf blowers and blew it, blew it in his hair, and then they blew it in his mouth and face and more in his hair again. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> also, that's a, good, that's a good wig. Yeah, for staying on. Um, also, two girls ate each other out on the stage during that, from the crowd. They came up from the crowd onto the stage and ate each other out during their set. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Panther shows are fucking crazy. Yeah, still Panther shows are kind of lawless. They're like the GCW of rock shows. <laughs> yeah. Except they actually have Fat Jericho at their shows. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, during the, the broadcast of it, the fucking main commentary piece of shit on GCW accused Schlack of listening to Fozzie, and it was the first time he had been offended during the entire broadcast that I saw. <laughs> what a fucking bananas guy to have do commentary for an entire show. I, I like Schlack. I do too. But he's... Uh, speaking is not his strong suit. Which might be fine. Like I, I don't know. I, I guess I gotta watch it again. Not for a four-hour wrestling event. I just, God, the commentary is so bad on it. Because, like, he can only do it there. Nobody else will ever hire him to. to it's be also a the, the only th- wrestling, like, visually, is the only thing that, like, I definitively like cleaned up. Like, I, like, I like, like, shitty albums, like, 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 lo fi music, but, like, it just looks like. Watching GCW, especially being there, like it was like a like a real wrestling show, and it was nuts. And watching it just looked like a bunch of friends hanging out in a bad way, you know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I like there to be a little bit of grit and grind. I would like it to look like ECW, but that was like a yeah. good looking gritty. I mean, that was also like what five cameras. I, like I always go back to like '97 WWE. Like that to me is like what wrestling should look like you know you get the big stage and stuff but you're still running running these like kind of shitty arenas i am wild crowds tons of signs maybe maybe now they're gonna get all this cardona money 
<laughs> Maybe we're helping fund GCW to have a better. Uh, GCW turns into WWE now. They got like the LED like stages and stuff. They didn't even have an apron. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback does their entrance music or their 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 weekly fight TV app uh, fucking show. That'd be pretty fucking funny. Uh, so yeah, this is a very GCW heavy episode. We all know what this episode's ending with, so whenever you fucking want to, you can say it. We don't have to do it now, but we all know what it's going to be. Tell me. It's radio for sure. Is it though? Yeah. You can't do something else? Well, we could. It just doesn't seem like it goes along with the content of the episode. Did we do any Red Sox songs? Sweet Caroline. That's probably the only thing that the Henrys have done with the Red Sox that I absolutely hate. Oh, there's a couple things. That fake sellout streak was fucking embarrassing. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, but um, the dirty water and the Sweet Caroline shit, I'm kind of. I I mean, I I could come up with 15, 20 things probably. The bricks um, is deplorable. The raising of the ticket prices after the pandemic. Yeah. Deplorable. And even the raising of the ticket prices after like having like a fucking fucking ninety five lost season is pretty deplorable. They uh well people are still going to the games. That's why they just fucking make businesses buy them and they Yeah. yeah. You know, it stopped being a family outing and it started being a business outing. Correct. Um fucking I really didn't like how uh, they let Lester go. Yeah, the Lester thing sucked. Uh, um, they uh, they traded away Mookie, which I, I understood why they traded away Mookie, but I hated that they did it. And I still hate that they did it. Yeah. Especially when they lose to the Dodgers in the World Series this time. Ugh. Can't be. Oh, if, if they play the Dodgers. Actually, no, the Dodgers are notorious chokers, so. Gotta be the Mets. Oh, God. Do you really think that the Red Sox would beat the Mets in the World Series? Do you think that the Patriots will do you think the Patriots will ever beat the Giants in the Super Bowl? Oh. Never. You said the same shit about the fucking Yankees though, and two thousand three they ripped your heart out and then oh four next year they fucking came back in game four. Yeah, the Patriots already had a second chance at it though. Like, the Patriots got their revenge on the Raiders. That's who they yeah, get their revenge the, on. The, the Red Sox got a second chance, and they took it out in the Yankees. They haven't had a ch- second That's chance true. against the Mets. That's true. Um, they almost did, but no, it didn't happen. Think Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry simultaneously throw out the first pitch <laughs> at City Field. <laughs> Daryl. <sighs> Remember when his head got really big because he drank all the tonic? <laughs> yeah, that's why it got big. Yeah, I'm just thinking of that episode of The Simpsons. Or is that <laughs> Junior Griffey? No, Daryl Strawberry's the only one that played in the game. Daryl Strawberry cried. Who played in the game? Uh, one guy played in the game and... Homer heckled him and he cried. It was Daryl Strawberry. Oh, it was Daryl Strawberry. Okay. <laughs> I know Ozzy Smith got lost in the, in the spiral. Yeah. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. got addicted to the tonic. <laughs> Uh, Wade Boggs. I don't remember. Was Wade Boggs even in it? I don't know. He he, he was on Cheers though. Well, I wonder what he was on Cheers, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. 
He has good taste in shows to appear on. His best friend was Kurt Hennig. <laughs> he inducted him into the Hall of Fame and cried because he saved his life when he was hunting. Yes. Everything he did was perfect. We could do Mr. Perfect. This one goes out to my real good friend, Kurt <laughs> we, Henning. We have four Kurt Henning-themed songs in Nitro Party. My Perfect Friend, two West Texas, West Texas Redneck songs, and Mr. Perfect's theme song. Yeah. There's, there's still more we could do, I bet. And you, even fucking Actually, NWF theme. That's five. Flair's <laughs> WWF theme? Kinda. Six. Uh, <laughs> not five. Not eight. But six. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. All right, can we end this? I got to piss. Radio. <laughs> oh, radio. Oh, my God.